Hello and welcome to the 102nd roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automations and scripts and the like, um, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptops. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or even cutting spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. Um, and I've even dedicated a um, an Instagram channel as well, or an Instagram account to um, this podcast, this roundup, and it's called ppcchat underscore twitter underscore roundup. So I'd really appreciate it if you guys went on there and followed as well. It would really be nice to um, see those numbers increase, especially just to even get to know who my listeners are are and um yeah just to to know who, who they are and to actually find nice ways of, of interacting with you guys and um you know good ways of you know getting feedback about to what you want to hear more or less of even um on um this roundup so again that handle is ppc chat twitter round up so that's ppc chat underscore twitter underscore round up um so yeah this week, um, I have a nice glass of red um, accompanying me, <laughs> helping me along um, on this chat. And because um, why not? Lockdown, eh? Um, so how many times have you used that as a reason for something? You know, hey, I did that. Lockdown. Blame the lockdown. Um, but I'm really fine. I've, I've started really getting used to the new normal is what I've called it. And, you know, just uh, just doing things that make me happy in the, in the right now. I've bought, bought loads of plants, a spider plant, a Swiss, Swiss cheese plant, um, a rubber plant plant um a rapunzel plant which is actually called um its original name is the devil's ivy i'm not sure about that um and i've got some succulent plants that sit on my workstation um which um yeah are very air purifying and motivate me during the day um so yeah what are your things that you're using to help you during this time yeah please share that with me and um yeah on the instagram page with uh, which is um ppc chat underscore twitter underscore roundup Anyway, getting back on track with this week, we've got Julie Bicini leading us on another riveting chat um, where she goes over the recent news and uh, platform updates, especially that have been announced in the past couple of weeks. Some obviously because of the new reality the pandemic is leaving us in and others, you know, probably not, maybe not. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it. So, yeah, she joins us, um, starts us off with saying hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me today. We'll be talking about recent news and announcements from the past couple of weeks. Should be a lively one. But first, how are you doing today? Um, so, yeah, mentioned doing all right, um, doing really great with like my new plants. I've got I, the latest edition was a hanging plant out front. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> Julia Vice was um, has replied, hi, everyone, doing OK glad to be focusing on internet news and not gestures vaguely at everything <laughs> um and yeah julie replies um last week was a bit of a rough week doing better this week i think everyone in my house hit a bit of a wall oh bless them um howdy colin slattery a reply saying i'm doing pretty okay some days are great yesterday and some days really bad sundays i'm making hay while the sun shines how are y'all doing amanda replies we're having some beautiful i.e sunny but not miserably hot weather in st petersburg uh, st pete 
um, Florida right now. Yeah, I feel like Florida is one of those areas that's always nice and sunny. And John Kagan replies, I still have a job and my health. So for once, I can't complain for three minutes. <laughs> Mark uh, replies, say, hi, everyone. I was able to open my windows yesterday and that was a pleasant change. I'm doing all right. So, yes, we felt it's kind of 50-50. Some people not doing that great. So I have, have had mixed weeks um, and some people um, doing really good as well. And that's good to hear, and I'm glad I'm one of those people that is doing good. Um, so, yeah, we've got Julie getting on, getting on with our first question, saying, what do you think about Facebook rolling back the forced CBO campaign budget optimization? Will this change anything for you? Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, yeah Colin Slattery replying, I wish Google would give me ad group budgeting, so needless to say, I am thrilled. More control is better. Um, Julia Vice replied, this will definitely change things for me. I have a client in the franchise world, and I can now do single campaigns with goes um, with goes by ad set, which goes by ad set rather than seven to twelve campaigns. Um, dollars um, money per region is non-negotiable, so I'm pretty pleased about this. John Kagan replies, despite what they claim, I still think this is some obscure trap. <laughs> um, Julie replies, I am glad this is not being forced upon us, and that is not just my default stance when things being forced by platforms. It varies by client. If having a bunch of things under one campaign makes more sense than a bunch of campaigns, I'd like to still decide that. Um, Sagal replies, saying, we've seen some good results using min and max budgets, but there are still glitches in the system. We will probably stay with CBO for current campaigns and switch back for new campaigns. Um, Katy Strotter replies saying, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. We'll definitely save a ton of time not having to restructure everything. Robert Brady replies, decisions like this make me wonder who they asked for feedback in the initial phases. Didn't the potential issues become apparent pretty quickly? Then Facebook wouldn't have had to backpedal. But the thing is that, what's the reason for the backpedal is what's my my brain is thinking, I feel that this is just another ploy to get, you know, customer advertisers to keep spending and making things easier for them um, so that they don't push something that um, could make them more money um, because a lot of people don't are, are thinking of backtracking on their adverti- advertising spend, so they're trying to prevent that from happening. So, yeah, when, when there's no real worry about that, I feel that they'll push it back on, really, is my honest opinion. Jonathan Maltz replies to um, Robert Brady where um, Robert had said decisions, decisions like this make me wonder who they asked for feedback. Um, Jonathan replies, I assume it's been shelved due to the current crisis. Yes, it could be frowned upon, bad press to force a major change like that. Now, exactly my thoughts. Exactly. Jonathan then continues with his answer to question one saying choice is always good overall, particularly in a field where the platform seem to love forcing improvements in inverted commas on everyone. Uh, Mike um, Saltarelli replies question one saying that these were my thoughts last week. I think it's great to offer flexibility to advertisers as I have historically preferred ad group budgets, but I get that the logic behind CBO budgets should align with audiences. I'm mostly like that. Uh, like what the heck is going on over at Facebook ads aren't we all most of the time um and then yeah I'm replying to Robert Brady's um answer to uh, question one where he said decisions like this make me wonder who they ask feedback um ask for feedback um Julia Vice replied me and the entire franchise world which includes auto completely which includes auto completely agree um yeah so 
yeah, I'm guessing that was definitely very sarcastic because I don't think Google asks, asks anyone for the opinion. Anyway, so yeah, we've then got um, question two, Julie asking, what do you think about Google Shopping announcing that they will now offer free listings for any business in the shopping tab? Will this change anything for you? Details here, um, and there'll be a link which I'll share as well from Search Engine Land. Jonathan Maltz replies to question two saying, it reminds me of the good old days. Am I right? <laughs> And then we've got um, Colin Slattery replying to question two saying, think it's small potatoes. Don't think it's really going to move the needle or anything on anything, even just a good piece of PR for Google. Getting a few free clicks here and there will be cool, but Google is never going to give you something really valuable for free. Uh, Melissa McKay uh, replies, what is all is new again? We don't have an e-com client, but I remember using Frugal back in the day. Um, Julia Vice replies, yes, it's now relevant for me to actually talk about um, Google Shopping with my toy client. Their budget is not infinite, so they focus on best ROI, which is Amazon. Now it's worth actually getting a feed organized and set up. Um, we've got um, Kami Karras replying to question two, saying this is huge for us. We have clients that we're scared to use it before, and now we can show them how well it works. We have new prospective clients that are looking to help to set it up all good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, Julie Bicini, um replies question to herself saying, I think they want to make some initial searching share. Um, they want to take some initial searching share away from Amazon in order to do that, though. They need to, uh, they need a lot more shopping results. Hence this move. It is a it is a giveaway to ultimately drive more ad revenue, in my opinion. Um, yeah, John Kagan replies to question two saying ramp mode commands. Can we all remember this was free eight years ago? Now they're repositioning the paid listing as a way of leapfrogging the free efforts. This is all a farce to help drive more demand to use paid version <laughs> and rant mode. <laughs> now for my favorite hat, and it's a, like a tinfoil hat um, gift that he's um, attached there. Um, and so, yeah, we've got some reply to question two where Colin had said, I think it's um, small potatoes. Don't think it's really going to move the needle on anything. Um, Julia Vice replies, I mean, their whole model is free to the consumer, ad supported, and unlike expensive startups, cough, uber cough, they're actually profitable. I think this is the proof stage to test viability. Um, Colin Slattery replies um, to that saying, oh, for sure, they're immensely profitable and are always 100% focused on their own results, even at the expense of advertisers. Yeah, there was a um, a law case, uh, a law case, a lawsuit on that one <laughs> against Google of them, um, yeah, doing like a bit of preferential treatment on their um, ads against um, competitive shopping ads. Um, so yeah, he continues. So I have no doubt this is the initial stages of a long-term play to shove more money in their pockets yeah totally agree with that one um and then yeah jonathan um uh, replies to julia vice where julia vice's um answered question two was yes it's now relevant for me to actually talk about google shopping with my toy, toy client jonathan replies i'm actually really surprised that an e-com toy client wouldn't have been using the paid product too much competition to be worthwhile yeah it depends on the budget if the budget is not there and it's too competitive and it's very expensive it really makes you think. Um, yes, Sigal replies to question two saying, from the screenshots, organic shopping is underneath paid. This is more likely to hurt search campaigns as it, as it pushes them further down. So branded search will take a hit. A lot depends on how they position it and implement it 
across different devices. Yes, mobile will not do great, although screens are getting bigger, you know, so yeah, there might be more space for that. Josh Warner replies to question two saying, this is great. Um, this is great for one of my e-com clients who is just getting started on shopping and has been hit somewhat hard by the coronavirus. They can now test the waters for free while still keeping budget in the most profitable areas. Uh, Mark um, Saltarelli replies to question two saying, I think it really is a move to get more people to actually use and find value in the Google Shopping tab, which will in turn result in more shopping ad inventory. Um, Sam replies to question two saying, this is a huge thing for a lot of smaller retailers that may have been Amazon or Etsy centric before. Uh, PPC Kirks shared some initial data that is driving 0.5% to 10% of shopping campaign traffic for free, which can be significant and a nice um, point of conversion for shopping ads. Um, yeah, Colin Slattery replies, um, continues with his um, discussion on this saying, for our e-commerce clients, the new free clicks are averaging about 1% of the paid volume. Mm, it's not a lot. So L Chase replies to question two saying, I think it was a good thing Google offered this for free. It's a good for them because they get more feed data, even from smaller merchants. It is good for merchants because any free traffic is good. I just make um, I just just make sure all clients have surfaces enabled as a process. Um, Amanda replies to question two saying free listings are cool. All you have to do is set up your merchant center or product feed. But that's a challenging first step for many small e-com businesses. And then we're going on to question three. Um, and Julie asks, what do you think about the Google Ads Advertiser Verification Program? How do you envision this going for your client's company? Um, and yeah, she says, gives us another link. And um, yeah, so basically this means that every um, anyone that actually owns, like is advertising on Google Ads, there's a new verification program that um, a company needs to do. So even if you're an advertiser, you need to verify all your clients um, with their Google Ads account to, you know, verify that they own the domain of the account, um, etc. But before we get into that, we've got Dogar Thomas replying to question two saying, big, who cares? But in general, a good thing. Um, great for the folks who get the free traffic, but I'd argue it's super low volume as a percentage. Feel like it's more a antitrust play than anything else. And then going on to our answers for question three, um, Sam replies, seems like it was coming regardless and I'm more annoyed that Google's move is likely to precipitate moves from Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, all whom, all of whom I trust less to handle it well. Um, Colin Slattery replies going, um, I think the verification is going to be an absolute shit show and you better believe Google has projections on how much money they're going to net in terms of fat fingered clicks from people clicking on the ad instead of the about this advertiser arrow um a julia vice replies going i don't know enough about it yet and i don't get how the identity will filter through an mcc often you have to make a new google account just to access just to get access to different products so truly unsure colin slattery replies if you thought close variance clicks were trash just wait for all the mistake clicks to start rolling in after this this gets rolled out um Dogar thomas replies going love it anything that helps the wild west be a bit more tamed is good i'd love more info on processes from google but 
that might be my lack of research. El Chase replies question um, three is going, I don't understand why they have to do it with political ads and other sketchy stuff that goes on. Just another step. Um, sorry, he replies, I understand why they have to do it with political ads and other sketchy stuff that goes on. Just another step to take when getting an account ready that folks will need to take. Um, and yeah, in reply to um, Colin Slattery, where Colin had um, said, if you thought close variants clicks were trash, just wait for the mistake clicks to start rolling in after this gets rolled out. <laughs> Jonathan replies, I don't know. Do you think most searchers will even know it exists? I assume it's a um, CIA, CYA. I was about to say CIA. So no, this is definitely not Central Intelligence Agency move. But he says CYA. I'm not sure what CYA stands for. Um and Glenn Schmeltzel replies, it's definitely CYA for election ads, Jonathan. Does anybody know what CYA stands for? Uh, Jonathan replies, of course, but now it's CYA for everything else. Again, what is CYA? Um, and we provide the information to the customer. They decided to ignore it and we hold no accountability. I don't think most searchers um, will know, but I think it will be a useful tool for lots of people prospecting for the actual corporation behind a website. For example, a lot of people are going to miss click. And then we've got Yus Segal replying to question three saying mostly PR. It's their way of showing they slightly care about the researcher, but not really. It'll just give them more info about companies. Katie Strotter replies, it's definitely going to be a hassle. Um, and then yeah, Katie Strotter replies to question three. Yes, going also not looking forward to the potential of wasted money on accidental clicks from users trying to click the drop down. Um, and then yeah, we've got... Um, yeah, Amanda replying back to Jonathan when Jonathan was had said, I imagine many small e-com will be using a platform that makes this integration easy though. Amanda replies, hope so. I feel like Shopify and Woo make it pretty complicated. I haven't tried any other platforms yet. And um, that's in response to the changes of um, yeah shopping ads being free now. Um, and then yeah, Melissa, Melissa McKay replies to, Melissa McKee even replies to three going, um, I reserve judgment. It's probably fine, but might be problematic if we end up paying for those clicks. Uh, Mark replies, as discussed on marketing o'clock, I am concerned about the placement of the about the advertiser pop-up. Are people going to try clicking on that and accidentally click on your ad wasting money? This will likely be rare, but the fact that it could happen annoys me. Steve Hammer replies to question three saying, I think it's a good idea in principle, but likely we'll have very messy implementation and lots of pain for good clients with limited actual effort. Six months after it starts, it will work. Um, and yeah, Julie Bicini herself replies, the requirements are good to be a pitter to do for the larger companies. They want someone's ID associated with the account, yup, driver's license. They should be super easy to get from the CEO and tax forms or corporate organization forms. Um, Glenn Schmeltzer replies, I may need to grab my tinfoil hat because of the releases mentioned about this not affecting partners. While they've postponed until um, 2021, verification could still let them identify individuals who are uncertified they could leverage that info in a punitive way. That is a very interesting um, take on that. Kamin Karras replies to question three saying, I think this is a chess move setting up a future policy for Google, for instance, narrow, for instance, narrowing down the local region of some advertisers. And then we go on to question four, um, Julie asking, what do you think about the COVID grant program announced by Google and Facebook? And this is um, basically the announcement of about $340 million credit for small to medium businesses. Um, and yeah, so, and this, there's a, um, 
article on Search Engine Land giving details about the release of that money. Um, and so, yeah, it's we've got um, yeah Robert Brady going on with answering that question, saying for some companies, every dollar helps, but I'm sure you'll have to jump through some intense hoops. Yes, Julia Vice replied, I'm glad they're doing it, but it doesn't affect much for us. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Dwayne Brown replying, um, saying small potatoes, when you think about how much money each advertisers would really get, this is a major rounding error for Google and Facebook. The large number sounds impressive until you do the mats yes exactly because how many companies are actually going to need this what hoops are they going to have to jump through and is that going to be continuous budget um yeah or it's just going to be an initial stage for them that they might not be able to follow up with their own budget mark um t saltarelli even replies saying still waiting for google to let us know what their definition of smb is that's a very good point um cami Karras replied too limited too limited to be useful to my clients um john kagan replies to question three saying because the details around are so obscure yeah i got some feelings um Cathy Strotter replies to question four saying glad they're doing them would love more info from google facebook is kind of lame because it's only too limited to large metros john kagan replies to question four saying on paper it sounds great but until we see it starting to hit gonna be skeptical up front yes when it comes to google yeah it's better better to be safe to be skeptical about things and take everything with a bit a little bit of a pinch of salt in there and then we've got Dogar Thomas replying to question four saying, kind of being a downer, but it's BS on PR and getting folks, hope, folks hopes up for nothing. I'd be happy for my clients if we get one, but I'd also be absolutely shocked if any client got it. Ryan Bennion replies on paper, looks like a great option, but sometimes those things are too much work only to get rejected. I hope those brands that really need it can benefit from it, but healthy businesses shouldn't be dipping in my opinion. Um, Amanda replies to question four saying, I looked into the Facebook COVID ground program and it's only available for businesses in certain locations, i.e. not mine. Doesn't make a ton of sense to me because the internet, <laughs> exactly. Why is it only available to certain locations? Anyway, Colin Slattery replies to question four saying, I think it'll move the needle about as much as the free clicks. Google could have done um, a big move to support the ecosystem by having a program directly for partner agencies, but why would they possibly want to support agencies? Um, Kami Karish replies, um, gives a second answer to question four saying, we will see how much this affects anything once Google actually releases the ad credits in May. Um, Julie replies, agree with everyone on Facebook being weirdly geographically limited google's is set up like um the lottery that you can't really tell for sure if you've actually entered so they could be doing better or differently and actually helping struggling businesses l chase replies i think about the good a company the size of google could do versus what they will do this is good just kind of peanuts they essentially sell a digital product so their actual cost is low and they could do more for advertisers if they wanted to um, a Jonathan Maltz replies, generally speaking, it's a nice gesture, but it's also always a little tricky when an auction company gives away free bids. Yeah, tricky and very suspicious, I don't always say. Julie Bicini then goes on to question five saying, what do you think about the new targeting options in LinkedIn company growth rate 
and company category. That's interesting. Company growth rate and company category um, as targeting options in LinkedIn. But before we go into that, Sam replies to question four saying it's a nice gesture, but meh. <laughs> the stipulations or limitations previous advertiser for Google located near Facebook locations are annoying, but I'm not going to knock a company for helping out during this time. Um, yeah, Julia Vice then goes on to answer question five saying, I'm into it. It options like category makes things easier for us. Um, Amanda replies, LinkedIn targeting rocks. I hope they continue to give us tons of options. Um, Jonathan Maltz replies, savvy move on their part. Savvy move on their part. Um, uh, Julie Bicini replies, interested to check them out. Generally a fan of more ways to target. El Chase replies, more targeting options is always a good thing. It helps us do our jobs and spend more wisely on behalf of our clients. Keep going, LinkedIn. Uh, Mark replies to question five saying, I haven't used them yet, but I'm definitely very pro. LinkedIn has a ton of great targeting options, and this is just one more way um, advertisers can deliver targeted offers that actually suit a business's current needs. Um, and then going on to question six, Julie goes, um, more Google ads changes, web links in the formerly call only ads column can sync across accounts. Um, again, more Google ads changes, web links in the formerly call only ads columns can sync across accounts and share budgets come to editor thoughts. Yes, it's very good that shared budgets come, has come to editor, um, better ways for us to do things and, you know, simulating between, um, yeah, different accounts. That's always better. I'm not really a fan of editor, editor just in general, um, because I find it quite slow, but yeah, these kind of things makes me think, oh, maybe I should give it a chance. Julia Vice then replies to question six saying, going, I'm in favor of all of these changes. Some are things we've needed for a while. Some just remind of the platforms that we need up to date offline editors. Yes, I've heard the Facebook one is very bad. So I'm not even going to try that one out. Um, Jonathan Maltz going, goes, I'm still trying to figure out the call ads change. Uh, yeah, I've, I've not, we don't really do, um, yeah, call extensions, or anything in terms of calls. So yeah, not check that one out yet. Julie Bittini replied, I tweeted this earlier, but the call only ad is weird. Why not just have an emphasize my phone number toggle and put it in the headlines? Yeah. As for shared budgets and editor, I say about damn time. <laughs> yeah, true. John Kagan replies, I mean, come on, call them what they are. Call extensions. Exactly. It's call extensions. I'm not, I'm like doing the whole thinking about call only ads. I mean, I don't know. Are they literally, someone's just going to search for it. There'll be headline and just a phone number. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I might, I might look into that. Anyway, so um, Julie goes, Quora revamped their interface last week. Have you used it yet? Thoughts? So that's um, question seven in terms of Quora revamping their interface. Oh, is there a picture? Oh, is there a picture? There's a picture. Oh, yeah, you guys should check it out. I'll send, share the link of this um, particular update as well. Um, before we go into that, El Chase replies to question six, going call ads, but updating the offline editor is always a nice thing though. Offline editor is so important for those of us who work in ads daily. Um, yeah, Mark replies to question six saying, I think it's a good move to give advertisers more flexibility, but I will probably never use it. To question seven, El Chase replied, uh, Bryce, um, I still have not ventured into Quora yet myself. Um, and then Mark um, Saltarelli replies um, to, yeah, I'm not sure which question it is. Anyway, he goes, I prim primarily work in B2B demand gen and have gotten a qualified lead from a call on ad call extension only a handful of times. So he's 
talking about the update about call ads. Um, he goes, having a phone number on the landing page and not in the ad generates higher quality leads. So that's a nice tip. Having a phone number on the landing page and not in the ad generate higher quality leads. So yes, have your phone number on your landing page and not necessarily in the, um, in the ad itself. Um, so there yeah, we've got Kathy Strotter replying to question seven saying, use the platform for the first time right after the change. Pretty easy to use though. Um, Sam replies, I mean, for the editor ads, editor changes, it's about damn time. While I tend to be in favor of progress, no matter how slow-ish call ads are basically call extensions that have become ad units, but I guess good on the current environment. Um, Sam replies to question seven saying, Quora is a great platform. Definitely something I'd recommend taking some time to learn plus use during this period. Very great tip. And I have been saying I'll use Quora since the beginning. I think even for, I think it was last year I said I would I'll, I'll test it out. Anyway, um, so continuing their audience insights free um, are also pretty nifty and have been helpful in identifying other audiences in Google ads or Facebook ads. Um, and so, yeah, because so we've got, um, that comes brings us to the, end of our conversation um for this week about like different updates loads of links to share there about the different updates there have been i think i've got i, I listed down five but there, there were seven questions so there must have been seven so i'll see if i can find all seven links for you i just don't think there wasn't a link for the call ads or or call extensions um or the ads editor update um either and um yeah, there was probably another one that was not um, given that we didn't get a link for. But if there's a link for it, I'll definitely find it and put it in the details for you guys. Um, but yeah, but before we go, yeah, well, yeah, hope you've you found this um, chat useful. Hope it's been, you know, enlightening. Where they did you were you aware of all those updates that there's some of them that um, you've started using, liking, disliking, excited about, you know, indifferent about. Let us know whether you're positive negative and neutral we want to hear from you um but yeah hope you found this take for uh, this this ppc chat roundup useful and um talk, taking some great takeaways um yeah if you want to chat about this topic or any other paid media or you know using scripts or starting use scripts using scripts for your um, paid media solutions do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com and remember for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye